ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 51st installment of the Unhelpful Advice Podcast with me, Steve Stevers, and my co-host, pretty drunk right now, <laughs> Mr. Teddy Smith. We talk about pro wrestling with our friend Josh Farrell, very knowledgeable about the sport. Yeah, I said sport. Yeah. Of pro wrestling. It's a damn sport. Um, big, big event next week. WrestleMania, the event we all wait for. It's here. We preview the big matches. Who do we think's going to win? And if you're not into the current WWE product, that's fine. We got something for you. We got two words for you. Suck it. Yeah, suck it. Because uh, we, we, we go back in time. Attitude Era references, references to 2006, 2007, 2008 when we were kids watching it. So if you if you used to watch it and fell out of love with it, it's like a trip down memory lane. Some of WrestleMania's greatest matches we talk about, the performers such as Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Triple H. Who else we talk about? We talked a lot about Vince McMahon. You're going to get a lot of Vince McMahon in this episode. Lots and lots of Vince McMahon impressions. Um, they get worse throughout the show. Um, a lot of Stone Cold, a lot of Rock, a lot of all your favorites from back in the day. So uh, just sit back and relax and take a trip down memory lane with also a little bit of information on what's going on now. And that happens on this episode of Un Unhelpful Advice. This is a, uh, a different type of episode. Wrestling companion, yeah. if you will. <laughs> yeah. You know how Rogan has those fight companions, Josh? This guess, is wrestling companion. Guest host, yeah, guest host is Josh Farrell, by the way. Yeah. Hey, what's up? I've been here before. Of me. Glad to be back. Talking about wrestling today. Big pay-per-view next week. Wrestle mania today on this program we're going to talk about wrestlemania and if you don't follow the current product don't worry we're gonna dig through the archives of professional wrestling as back how far back we going today joshua we can go back to the first one we could go back to the first one <laughs> where mr t was in a tag team match with hulk hogan mr t Yes. He wrestled. He was in the main event? Yeah. Oh, wow. Against Piper yeah. and who? Yeah. Piper and who? Oh, man. 
I'm not sure. I just it know was, it was Piper. It was Mr. I want to say Big John Stud, but I don't think that's true. No, it wasn't him. Uh, God. Cole? I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, he's going to fact check our wrestling tonight, even he's though we Jamie. do. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, look that up. Um, Cole, Cole knows his wrestling, too, so he might chime in on this episode. Um, Good. Josh, let's get into the podcast. Josh, let's get into it. How are you feeling about this year's WrestleMania? As a fan, I'm I'm pretty excited. I mean, really, uh, I think that uh, I think after watching, I watched uh, what was the last one? Fastlane. Yeah, I watched Fastlane. I think that the Triple Threat is going to be much better than just probably Edge versus Roman Reigns. Okay. Um, just because I think uh, I think Daniel. you got two great guys in both Daniel Bryan and Edge. Yeah. And we're watching SmackDown right now, so they're literally on there right now. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I see Edge chair. Edge is just beating hell. everybody's ass, turning heel. Great, great. Edge, one of the best heels. Dude, he's life. a he's just. Uh, he has a. I remember two thousand six and hating this guy. Same. Josh, Josh, he's the ultimate opportunist. That's a heel character. I mean. Dude, I remember watching like, like the I didn't watch New Year's Revolution or whatever, but I watched the night after, and the night after is when you got like the clips or whatever, and I was just like, oh my god, John Cena survived the Elimination <laughs> Chamber, and that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- yeah. That guy came out and cashed in on him, and then like two weeks later had a sex party with Lita <laughs> yeah. on Raw. Dude, didn't Ric Flair come out there at some point or something? And I don't think so. Uh, John Cena definitely came out there and interrupted the sex party. <laughs> John Cena God. definitely. How did he interrupt? Just start beating everybody's ass? Yeah, he went down there and whooped Edge's ass. Okay. In his own bed, in his underwear. <laughs> after he just went down on Lita. Literally gave the, fans, uh, gave the fans a happy ending. Yeah. Yes. But Josh, I'm hearing a lot of people uh, kind of disappointed about the build. Yeah, I mean, I could see why. What do you mean, the build? Uh, we're going to get into this, Teddy. Uh, we're going to get I, – I, I got several matches on a, on a piece of paper to go through. Um, I'm, the one thing I'm excited about is fans. There's going to be 25,000 fans each night of WrestleMania. We've been staring at screens for a whole damn year. Yeah. I'm ready to look at something else. I think that's going to be a, a play a huge factor in our – our perception of this year's WrestleMania compared to you want to see screaming faces. Exactly. And we got, we got an edge sighting. We got our first edge sighting of the night. <laughs> yeah. Our buddy Hunter Smith edge says, is all beard. yeah, man, Hunter Smith, our buddy Hunter Smith's like, damn, edge is old. Edge looks old. And I was like, dude, edge is old. Yeah. <laughs> it, it shows in his face. He's, from 50, he? He's 50. Yeah. Yeah, that's old. All right, <laughs> Josh, we can get into it. Triple threat. You already said you like the idea of a triple threat better uh, than a singles match between Roman and uh, Edge because of Brian, I guess. I, I think Daniel Bryan's fantastic. Do you have any prediction on that? I think the build's been fun. There's, yeah. When I talk about the builds to these other matches, I'm, it's going to be a lot of criticism. If there was a build I think was good, I'll probably just 
skip to who, who do we think should go over? Yeah. So for the listeners, for the listeners, it's Daniel Bryan versus edge, the Royal rumble winner versus universal champion Roman Reigns. That's the main event of WrestleMania. Big dog. The big dog with Paul Heyman. Head of the table. Head of the table. Fantastic year. So it's is it Edge and Randy Orton for a coming event? No. Edge is not fighting. No. We ha- we do They're have a non We have we have a non-wrestling fan on the pod. Modern, yeah. Are you a modern? No, not I'm not a modern fan, really, no. You are a nostalgic nostalgic fan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Adam no, era no, we'll get into Randy Orton a little bit later because his situation's a little different. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, I, I know what you're talking about now. Yes. Josh, who do, who do we want to go over in that match, the triple threat? Well, I think if you want to have the super dastardly heel, you have Roman Reigns go over. Or, you know, I think it would make more sense to have Edge go over and give Edge maybe that one final run where he can hold the belt for a little bit. You get some of these dream matches. Uh, that'd be good. And I think if you have Daniel Bryan win, I feel like it's kind of the same situation. I think, like, yeah. this is probably his last last hurrah. So, who do you so think – yeah, who do you think? Yeah. I think the obvious choice is Edge. You do? Yeah, I think the obvious choice is Edge. Because I think that <clears throat> with Roman Reigns – they got to give him something, you know, like he's been that like heel who's kind of gotten away with everything and all this. It's like, give, give Superman his kryptonite a little bit, give him something to chase. What's, what's the dastardly heel Roman Reigns willing to do to get that title back? Um, it's probably kill Daniel Bryan or edge. Uh, so it's or two Jay heels Uso against Daniel Bryan. Basically, it's two heels now, Teddy. Yeah. Edge turned heel probably a week or two ago. Started hitting everybody with chairs. <laughs> we get perfect, perfect. We get heel Edge back. Josh, I like Daniel Bryan. Uh, they didn't put yeah. people. People talk about how they put him in this match to take the pin for one of the two guys. I don't know, man. They're setting up a – I could see a Daniel Bryan-Edge one-on-one feud after this for the title. I think that would be like – I think that – I wonder if they would decide to switch up the roster after WrestleMania because maybe you send Roman to Raw after he loses and he's like, ah, even though I lost the title or whatever, I'll just become king of this yard and win that belt and get involved in the Drew McIntyre – Bobby, um, Bobby Lashley feud and everything, which I hope that they genuinely give like Bobby Lashley a good run with it. Like, yeah. don't just throw away the title with. Him. We are going to get to that as well. I, I I don't know. I got this feel. You know what happens when Daniel Bryan fit? We we got it in what was it WrestleMania thirty? Oh yeah, it, it's it was a singles match. Randy Orton Batista. Turned into a triple threat because Brian beat Triple H. Yes, movement took him to the moon. Took him to the moon. (laughs) And he won the match. He was white hot. 
I could see a situation like that happening again. This is a triple threat match that I think any guy can win the match, and I'm fine with any guy winning the match, to be honest. To me, it looks like Daniel Bryan is just a fill-in, and it's either going to be Edge or uh, what's his name. Uh, but that's what that's what WWE does is that they want to give you that swerve that they would totally give you Daniel Bryan because you think he's just the filler. Yeah, that's what happened with uh, I would say Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H. You know, I don't think anyone was expecting Chris Benoit to win it, and he did. No. Right. Yeah. Josh is on to something here. <laughs> you think the guy's going to take the pin, and he ends up taking the belt? Exactly. Who would you want to win? I think Edge, just because he's back. Yeah, I mean, I think I would really want Edge to win because I do want to see some of those dream matches. Plus, like, that intensity, everything that Edge brings to the table, he's just going to make all of these other wrestlers better. Yeah. I tell you what, I want Roman Reigns to win because I want this this run of dominance. I just want a dominant champion. Yeah, I, 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 something's telling me Daniel Bryan's winning the damn title. So I don't know what it is. Something's telling me he's winning the damn title. I don't know. I might be an idiot, but I've seen it before. Is Daniel Bryan like? Has his prom like already passed? When he started doing the yes, yes, yes. So I would say that Daniel Bryan, like when his. Super, like, when he – before he got into that, like, I think his first real everybody liked him was when he was part of Team Hell No. Him and Kane were a tag team. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very over. It was really good. Yeah. It was yeah, good. they were very over. They were tag team champions, you know. Perfect. But from there, like, that's – it kind of escalated from there to, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan getting in that spot, being against the authority. I mean, like, they and were Josh, doing some, like – Do you remember – before that, before the authority angle, he had, he had already been a heavyweight champion. It's true. So it's not Got, like uh, it was beaten in ten seconds by Sheamus twice. He was he was WWE champion, yeah. and, and Randy cashed in on him. So he had been the champion twice, and then had that mega run of a few months that led to him beating Triple H at WrestleMania 30, and then beating Batista and Randy Orton. So. People forget that, like, that was not his first championship in WWE, first major championship. Yeah. And people really underestimate, like, the old stuff that, uh, or maybe underrate, like, the old stuff that Daniel Bryan did. But he he was good. I mean, when he invaded with Nexus, you yeah. know, and yeah. choked out Justin Robinson with his own tie. And got cut. You know, he said, I'm going to be a real. Yeah, got, he got cut. Drunk. He got cut from the WWE. Straight up cut. What for again? He, do you want me to tell the angle? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so Nexus, it was a whole bunch of the NXT stars, and they invaded Raw, and they beat the crap out of everybody. John Cena and who was the other guy? John Cena was wrestling. It, it was, I don't know. I don't remember Josh, but I remember it was everybody at ringside got their ass. <laughs> oh, true. Jerry Lawler. Yeah, uh, but got the Daniel commentary. Bryan eventually. Like, <laughs> yeah, Daniel Bryan eventually takes a uh, Justin Robinson's like necktie. Justin Roberts just, is like, the ring announcer. Pulls it. <laughs> Roberts, there we go. Yeah, he was the ring announcer. Yeah, just choked he was, him out. 
out and they fired his ass. And strangling him with his tongue. Yeah. And the, the NXT guys are the uh, uh the NXT guys are the the amateurs like competing. Well that, yeah. it was like a reality television show NXT was at first. It was like a tough enough. Yeah. Um yeah. they were trying out wrestlers. It replaced, it was developed. It replaced WWE's version of ECW. Gotcha. It, it kind of did the their reboot. It's just minor league wrestling for for WWE when they can make call ups, right? If guys are ready for the main Ooh. roster. Josh, side side Sometimes. note here. Just a little side note. NXT's pay per view next week, stand to deliver. Ten times better build than WrestleMania. I'll, I'll say it. Yeah, it's a fantastic I, card, man. Um, NXT is like that niche brand within a brand. Yes. And they've just created something special. I think Triple H did. You know, I mean, they just created something that gave, like, I mean, those early matches with Finn Balor and stuff and and Kevin Owens, when Kevin Owens came out and he injured Sami Zayn when he debuted and everything. I mean, dude. It was it was crazy good. Demon Finn Balor, like yeah, it, it was stuff they weren't doing on the main roster, so it made it that much better. And these guys also had time to create their own storylines. I wouldn't compare it to OVW, but I would compare uh, compare it to like Smoky Mountain Wrestling that uh, Jim Cornette used to do. Okay, because they used to do a lot. Like they they worked out in uh, small towns, uh, fairgrounds, and stuff. And that's kind of what NXT was doing in a way is that it was giving them a place where they were being able to test out their talents and tell long-term stories and, but still be under the banner of the WWE. They have a pay-per-view next week with a main event that Karrion Cross, Josh, my favorite character in WWE right now, him and Scarlett. Yeah. Him and his smoking hot girlfriend <laughs> and that, that gimmick. I don't even know what kind of gimmick he's he's he used to be called Killer Cross. Yeah. In another promotion, I guess WWE dropped the the name Killer and gave him Carrion. Of course, they had to. Of course, but cancel cult. But he that is literally his character. He is a killer, and he is facing Finn Balor for the NXT Championship, and that is going to be absolutely fan fucking tastic. Mm. What a good decision to bring Finn Balor back to NXT. Yes. Josh, don't waste them on the roster. More superstars are trying to do that. They won't let yeah. them go back. Dude. Ricochet, where does he need to go? I have no... Who? Ricochet, where does he need to go? NXT. Yeah. Or just let him go somewhere else, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let him go somewhere there. entirely. AEW. Everybody can't go to AEW. I love it. <laughs> I, I I I do I like it, I like it. Josh, what? It's a different brand of. Here's two critiques from me. Two critiques. I, I I do I do like it. I do like it. It looks like a lot of guys just having fun. There's not. Yeah. They're all friends. There there feels mm-hmm. like there's not a lot of drama. It's a lot of guys having me fun. Me and my buddies out wrestling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> There's a, I, I think they lack some drama, I, yeah. and I think there's too many fucking factions. Mm. 
There's too many groups. Yeah. There's too much gang violence, <laughs> gang warfare. <laughs> Everybody's in a gang. Everybody's in a gang, Teddy. It's like warriors. Everybody's in a gang. Yeah. But Josh, I think they tell some of the best stories sometimes. This is something that freaks me out. I'm looking at SmackDown. Yeah. When did that happen? When did Robert Roode and <laughs> Dolph Ziggler become SmackDown tag team All champion? Right. Here's another thing about AEW. Way better tag team roster than the WWE. Way better. Yeah. Uh, Robert Roode should be a single star. He's got a great theme song and a great look. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler should be a single star. There are a bunch of single stars in tag teams. The, the tag team t- division is an absolute fucking joke. <laughs> Speaking of tag team, oh god, this is what you call a tag team. The podcast guys, hey. yeah, the podcast <laughs> guys cool. are SmackDown tag team champions. Yeah, I'd love to see you guys. Uh, we're probably actually friends, unlike some of these tag teams. <laughs> For the listeners, um, I'm holding a uh, tag team championship. Yeah, yeah Teddy belt. bought a five dollar tag team belt from uh, Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> it caught my eye. <laughs> I gotta be honest, it doesn't look as good as the FFP title, but I'm biased. You're right. You're well, right. you created that belt. Yeah, you you ought to have some bias there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Josh, you were talking about liking it, loving AEW. What do you love about it? So I think like we have created a mindset, or at least people really take it into consideration that WWE is the only product and you have to follow what they do. Or it's not wrestling, but uh, New Japan, like Lucha Libre, all that. Like, I feel like they have some really, really good storytelling. I mean, like Wrestle Kingdom 11 and 12, I think I watched, and it completely changed my mind about wrestling. Okay. Just because you're watching a completely different product about, you know, people who just like a completely different thing than you. And uh, I fell in love with it then, and I think – you look at guys like Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, uh, even Cody Rhodes, man. They're just giving like a different style. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but I just really enjoy the content. I enjoy that uh, like they are doing like it is just a bunch of buddies. I have a friend who says it's just a bunch of spots and it's like, but they do it so well, dude. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. They do it so well. They do a lot of things. When well. you recognize, you know. Um, it caught my eye because I'm a big fan of like the hardcore, bloody matches, you know, and it seems like well, Mick doing Foley's all- your course. favorite wrestler, yeah, and that caught my eye. So I'm like, oh, I I think I could, you know, get into this, dude. I got a match you should watch. It's a uh, Terry Funk versus Jerry Lawler. Um, what? it's a really, really good, like hardcore match. Okay. Um, how, from how back in the day, man, back in the day. Oh, dude, probably like close to 50 years old. <laughs> oh, wow. So we're talking 1970. Nah. Yeah. 70s, 100% the 70s. That's damn near 50 years. At one point, at one point, Terry Funk sets there. And he like gets hurt and he says, My eye. He cut my goddamn eye. <laughs> Earlier we were watching uh Vince versus uh Shane. <laughs> and the part where Vince looks up at his wife and he goes, 
you bitch. I laughed so hard. Vince was a great hardcore wrestler in his own right. <laughs> Vince McMahon needed it. The 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 cords, the the extension cords wrapped right around the neck. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, one of the first WrestleManias that I like bought was WrestleMania 22, I think. Great. Shawn Michaels versus Vince McMahon in the ladder. Oh wow. Yes, or the hardcore match or whatever. And no Shawn Michaels, yeah, and Shawn Michaels does that spot where he jumps on him with the trash can, or he's in the trash yeah, can on the table, the, hits him with the DX, <laughs> then elbow drop off the top. That was great. They could I think it was uh, John Cena and Triple H at the main event of that too. Josh also underrated match: Trish Stratus, Mickey James. Dude, I need to go back and watch the rest of it. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. Uh, Josh, we, we about watched it here at the house. <laughs> Dude, I uh, I actually watched John Cena versus Shawn Michaels last night. WrestleMania 23? Uh, from, no, it was like the late April 2007. Oh, okay. It was like 40. Yeah, it's like... That's probably one of my favorite matches of all time, and you just watch it, and uh, oh man, was this hip hop? I uh, think Shawn Michaels. No, that wasn't hip hop, Cena. No. No, no, no. That would have been like oh three. Yeah, oh three to like oh five, gotcha. early oh five. Doctor like he did that. I would say all the way up until he got drafted to Raw. Yeah. He had a little feud with JBL after he won the WWE Championship and, uh, like, while he was on SmackDown and then he got drafted to Raw. Well, but Josh. That Shawn Michaels from late April 2007. I just want to say, you want to talk about a perfect, per, protected finish? I think Shawn Michaels only hit his super kick once, and that was at the end of the match, and he won with it. Can we make like, that I normal? I don't think he hit it. Can we make that normal? Do what? Can we make it normal again? Seriously. Please, God. What do you mean? Yeah. A finisher should finish the match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to protect it. It's like Stone Cold. When Stone Cold hit the stunner. Some bitch was over. That's it. And then it it wasn't. Brock Lesnar hits the five. Should be over. Yeah. Do what, Justin? But then it it wasn't. Like, he, he would do stunners like four or five times before he won the match. Later on, I, I think when you when you have like a mega on, match, yeah. I think when you have like a mega match, it makes sense. Say like when we just watched Rock and Austin, yeah. I think then you can start dumping the finishers. Yeah. But for regular matches on Raw, in in regular pay per view matches, I I don't think that should be the case. Yeah, it's all about how you book it. Like, I would if if Stone Cold goes out there and hits the stunner like a thousand times on someone who's like Zack Ryder, you're going to be like, all right, this, this means nothing. Yeah. But if he went out there and hit Andre the giant with the stunner and pinned him one, two, three and hit it once, that's the most over finisher ever. You got to protect that. If you don't protect the finisher, then it just makes it weak. It does. It does. And and Josh, uh, you want to get into another WrestleMania match since this is technically a WrestleMania preview. Right. Bobby Lash Bobby Lashley has finally got 
his run as WWE champion. It's about damn time. That's the first time ever. Oh, man. Over like, it's like 10 years past when it should have happened. He should have beat John Cena for it. Because he he quit and then competed in MMA, then came back, right? Yeah, he went into TNA. He was in all kinds of other promotions. Right. And now he's WWE champion against Drew McIntyre, the guy who beat Brock Lesnar for the title last year. Drew McIntyre, they're you know they're it's fair. They think he deserves his moment in front of fans winning the belt since he won it in an empty warehouse last year at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think Bobby Lashley should yeah. beat him. I, I think Lashley yeah, should go. I agree. Over. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit if you won it in a Denny's. <laughs> Bobby Lashley got to win no, that match. He got to. Yeah, he's got to. Because if you don't, then it's just like, I hate when they do that, man. Transitional champions, you look at transitional champions in like the 60s, the hill would win it, and he would hold it for like four or five months to build up the heat. That way the baby face could come in and get that. Yeah. Not You don't win it a month before and then just lose it. It means It literally means nothing. What's the longest run? someone's had who who has it been bruno san martino had it for like 10 years and who's that yeah back in the 80s 70s oh, 80s. 80s what that it's teddy dude it's dude. teddy i know it's 90s bruno san martino i just know 90s early 2000 dude i just uh i just i love it i've just uh, i really i hated the territories and stuff I used to have WWE 24-7 back in the day. Like oh, back my God. In the day. You were old yeah. school, my man. <laughs> I love this shit, dude. It was, it was and, on uh, demand wrestling in like 2008. Wow. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> hit you with the two sweet. I'll just hit you but, with uh, the Actually, they <laughs> did the... Uh, hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> They had like table of five or whatever, and they uh, talked about the territories. Once they started talking about the territories, man, I was hooked. Like, I love just listening to history about it because that right there literally is the golden era of wrestling because you had so many stories that were being told, but wrestlers were able to go from territory to territory. I mean, Andre the Giant would come in to every territory like every eight months or something, you know, and just run it. Run the territory, dude. Build up the heat. Have the baby face lose, obviously, at the end. But he'd scratch and claw his whole way there, man. That You don't get that now. I'm jealous. I'm genuinely jealous of that. That's why I told you you got to go watch that Terry Funk-Jerry Lawler match because the the like drama and build up to it. He calls Jerry Lawler. He goes, your mother's a whore. <laughs> oh, my God. You ex-fucking dog. <laughs> I'll have to go back. Is it on YouTube? Probably, yeah. yeah. Teddy, uh, there oh. was a match between Terry Funk, Mick Foley, and Edge was in the match at ECW One Night Stand in 2006. Jesus, it man. was Edge, Lita, yeah. and Mick Foley against Terry Funk, Tommy Dreamer, and I don't know the woman that they had with them, but it was like Yula a... McGillicuddy. Well, how old was yes. Terry Funk then? Like 60. Jesus. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he was too old, dude. Yeah. You Fuck, guys are there with age. The <laughs> it's like Vince just walking out and just getting stunned when he's what? 60 something. 
Getting a little too old for it. Dude. Did you guys uh, watch Beyond the Mat? Mm-mm. No. What is that? What? I've heard what? of it. What is that? Dude. Learn me. Learn me. Listen. Get all right. Barry Blownstein created this documentary. I don't know. Uh, it actually is all. It's all behind the scenes. Uh, it's behind the scenes of uh, like the Rock Mankind match where he gets the twelve unprotected uh, headshots. Mm. Oh God! Wait, the, is that, that is, talks that the doc- about- is that the documentary about uh, like the trauma and everything? Was it on Netflix? I might be thinking. Uh, I mean. It might be just because this is like solely focused on wrestling, not just like the trauma, just how, like how old wrestling. is the documentary? Nineties. It it might be the one I I watched like half of because I had Mick Foley, had Jake the Snake, it had I don't know if it had the Rock. Oh, maybe it is. Then. Yeah. Yeah, the Rock's in it for like a brief second. Yeah, you probably did watch it. Yeah. No, I've never That's heard so of good. it. That's crazy. It because yeah, it, it showed here. it showed clips of. Vince in his office calling people like you're going to be called this or you're going to be this or that. Oh, and David draws off as he's like, he's like your puke. Yes, yes, that's it, that's it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> puke. Oh my god. Yeah. There's a part where he's at his desk and he's like, you're going to be puke, and you're going to, he's going to puke. <laughs> Look, oh, you're you're disgusting. You're you're so bad. Oh God, you're gonna puke. <laughs> That's that is Vince getting excited. By the way, that is not Josh Farrell. That is a Vince cameo. Right. That is a Vince cameo. Listen, I would feel like if you're listening to this, I'd hope you're a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> hope to God, otherwise they've turned it off twenty minutes ago. Well, if you turned it off, that's your fault. Yeah, you're missing out. I got to go back and and watch the full documentary. You do. It's a really good documentary. It's one of my favorites. It's kind of like one of the first things I found. Yeah. All right, Josh. Back to Bobby Drew. Who who do? Oh, is it consensus that we we think Bobby Lashley should beat Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania this year? I would say so. Yeah. I think that they gave Drew just such a long run. Like, I, I do hate that he didn't win the title in front of fans, but uh, we, I mean, there's more time. It's Bobby's time. Yeah, it's Bobby's It's Bobby time. <laughs> I, I watched, Josh, you know what I watched last night? The Battle of the Billionaires. Ooh. Bobby Lashley should have won the title the next pay-per-view. Yeah. He helped they, Donald Trump beat Vince McMahon and shave his head bald. Oh, that if, was it? If okay. that's not over, I don't know what is at the time. I, d- I don't know what is. Dude, I remember watching that. You know what, like, my, like, first, like, really, like, holy shit, Bobby Lashley's crazy? He, like, body slammed Viscera. Like off the ropes. It was like this whole thing. It was crazy. I was like, oh my God, this guy's wild. And this is when Viscera was the world's largest love machine. And for the listeners, Viscera was damn near 600 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) And he body slammed him on the, on the, uh, buckle, top buckle. He like, he just picked him up and it's kind of like Hogan Andre. He just like picked him up, slammed him. Body slam. 
Okay. Body slam. Yeah. I remember watching Bobby Lashley. He was on ECW. Um, he was in a cage match, and Umaga was trying to distract him from the outside. He ran through the damn cage, and the cage landed yeah. on Umaga. Damn. Bobby yeah. Lashley was so hot at one point as a wrestler. Yeah. Why did he never it, wrestle Brock Lesnar? Oh. They just well, weren't in the – they weren't together at the same time. That's really all it was. Oh, okay. And ever since both of them have been back, that neither one of them have been – or Bobby hasn't been booked well. Yeah. You couldn't do a Brock Lesnar-Bobby Lashley food. It wouldn't be believable. Be, yeah, exactly. You'd just be like, oh, Brock Lesnar's going to squash him. You know, okay. Bobby lost last year at WrestleMania to Aleister Black. And Aleister Black hasn't even been on TV, right? He's not even in the company, I don't believe. Oh wow, that sucks. Wow. That sucks because he was really good. Well, what if Brock yeah, really comes like back him. now? That's what everybody wants for Teddy. Bobby Lashley. Teddy, that's what everybody wants. Okay. Is that match? What's, what's crazy about Brock Lesnar is is that, like, I like that Roman Reigns. And both Drew McIntyre, they're on, they're on TV, they're defending the title. But for anyone who said that they hated, uh, uh, like Brock Lesnar's run with the title, where the title wasn't on TV, bro, the title meant more because it was Brock Lesnar who had it. Brock Lesnar was coming out here just murdering these fools. It didn't matter if Brock Lesnar was on TV. When he was on TV, you could clearly tell that he was making a joke of the whole thing, like. When he turned the money in the bank bank beef briefcase into a uh, like boom a boombox box or whatever, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, I'm Brock Lesnar, dude. I'll just murder these guys real quick, collect a paycheck, and leave. Right. His match. Remember when he fantastic. killed Randy Orton? Dude, he just beat him up. Oh John yeah, dude. Dude, Chris Jericho got mad at Brock Lesnar for that. He thought Randy Orton had told Brock Lesnar it was fine to elbow him in the face for real and bust him open. Like Randy Orton, that was the plan, and Chris Jericho didn't know it. And yeah. Chris Jericho tried to fight Bobby Le or Brock Lesnar oh, wow. after the match. He tried to fight Brock Lesnar, like legit fight. Yes, bro, you're stupid. Yes, <laughs> I probably have some choice words for him. I'd be like, "Hey, Brock, that's not cool. Why would you do that?" But I wouldn't literally be like, to, "Oh, like, I gotta fight you now." The heavyweight champion of the world in the UFC at one point. You gotta love Chris Jericho though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like Chris Jericho. <laughs> I think his the best iteration of Chris Jericho and probably, like, the best heel of all time is, like, 2009, maybe? 2008? Yeah, 2008. When he come out in a suit? Against Shawn Michaels, where he shoved his face to a TV. Oh. Yeah, the Jeritron. Yeah, and busted <laughs> up Shawn's eye, and they had insane matches after that and chris had a, a a run at the title there i love chris jericho's theme song he's, he's got great things break the wall why is it that he has a band and he doesn't even sing his own theme song right well he does now in aew it's that uh Dude, my favorite fozzy song is bad tattoo maybe that's because it's the only fozzy song i've listened to I only know one song. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to them. They got a, they got some decent ones. They got some decent ones. Josh, did you hear? Oh my Chris? God! Sammy Zayn and Logan Paul, bro, what is going on? That is tonight on SmackDown. <laughs> Logan Paul. Look how they massacred my boy. 
Okay. Poor Sami Zayn. Well, well, Josh, there was some news that broke today that Chris Jericho is going to be on Stone Cold's Broken Skull Sessions. And yes, I a, saw that. An AEW superstar on WWE <laughs> programming. That's the best possible. The best possible decision they could have made. Like the best possible decision they could have made. Why? Instead of running away from their competitors, they need to bring them in. You are literally the world wrestling entertainment. Just bring these guys in. Like the WWE could survive alone off of their history just because of how long and amazing it is. But dude, like, why can't we see the AEW champion versus like, you know, Brock, uh, Roman Reigns? Is it Kenny Omega? Who yes. Is the, A- Kenny yeah. Omega. Yeah, Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns. And just have Roman Reigns absolutely murk Kenny Omega. But have Dean Ambrose come out there and beat him up. His shield brother. Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns. Yes. (laughs) Didn't they do that, though, sort of with, like, back in the day, like, we just watched the Nitro? Like, no. No. Shane and Vince? Teddy, they had already bought Nitro. Oh, gotcha. That was planned. The, gotcha. They had already bought them. That's why WCW was on Raw. Gotcha. Dude, uh, I don't know if you listen to any wrestling podcasts, but I was listening to Eric Bischoff's 83 Weeks podcast. Right, yeah. He was talking about how when DX invaded or whatever. They should have let him in. Wanted them. Yeah, should have let him in. He also said that he wished Vince McMahon would have showed up on his TV to beat his ass or whatever, you know? Like, that's the thing. Eric Bischoff was smart. He's like, yeah, come on my come on my show. I'll, I'll gladly love the ratings. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, he said if DX would have actually went into the arena, he'd, he would have been like, all right, so what are you going to do now that you're in here? Because mm. it was all a ploy just to get to the doors right. of WCW Nitro. He's like, well, we should have figured out what they would have done if they would have made it into the building. Mm. Listen, Justin, the real reason that all of this happened is because you had the click. Half the click went to WCW, and half the click stayed in WWE. And literally two of the, like, you're a big 90s guy. So literally one half of the click was DX, and the other half of the click was NWO. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, like, they could have had something really great because they both had, like, two sets of really great friends who – you know, we could have had some amazing TV at that point, but that's why I'm hoping this whole thing with AEW, man, Chris Jericho and Stone Cold. So like a Chris full Jericho circle. says that he still do what? So make it like a full circle, like maybe if AEW and Raw kind of work together and to like make, you know, make some money. It, exactly. Learn from your mistakes, man. I feel like uh, one thing that a lot of guys have said that WWE is so micromanaged. I actually listened to an interview today from uh, Zach Ryder who said that he uh, couldn't do a baseball slide on main event because two hours later, Ronda Rousey was going to do a baseball slide on raw a Matt, baseball slide. Matt Morgan says that on his, on his podcast, he says, if, if you're in the opening match of raw, you can't leave the ring you can't do certain moves because fans will see it later in the evening. Oh, okay. So you gotta you gotta do the basics. Yeah. And then it like it, yeah. it broadens out over the show. Gotcha. So that's what that's yeah. what Josh is saying. And that's right why now. I like AEW. 
that's why I like AEW because you do have more of a free flowing content. Like, like, yeah, if I see a thousand super kicks a match, whatever, I don't care. I mean, that's literally, it's been booked by every company that's been out there. You know, super kicks are like a punch now or whatever, you know, they're not, they're not Shawn Michaels, but I also believe that this is wrestling that Shawn Michaels super kick is Shawn Michaels super kick. It's not comparable to the young bucks. And, it, and like we're and, allowed to have that thought process because this is wrestling. Yeah. Your, your, your belief is suspended. Yeah. Doesn't somebody like a new wrestler have like sort of a stunner move? Kevin Owens has one. He does a stunner. Yeah. Okay. And to me, like, that's where I believe when we were talking about protecting a finisher, you could go one of two ways at that. You either protect it like it's Stone Cold's or you dumb it down because it's Kevin Owens doing it and not Stone Cold. What about the choke slam? Because the big guys do the choke slam. All, like Big Show, Kane, Undertaker. Whose move is it really? I don't think it is. I think it's just like a big man move. Yeah. Like I don't, I think that's one of those like specific, like, all right, if you're six ten to seven five, <laughs> you can do the choke slam. Yeah. I really wish we could have seen Andre the Giant choke slamming people. That would have been like what was the most interesting thing ever. I think he just choked people. Oh. And he also probably body slammed people really hard. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ask what Andre the Giant did? Yeah. Dude, he just Andre the Giant things. He'd step on their chest and walk over them. <laughs> he put all, he'd put them in the turnbuckle and he'd hold on the rope and just slam his ass into them. Big man, big man moves, and it got over. Yeah, Jake the Snake said that he would uh, stand on uh, Andre would stand on Jake the Snake's hair and then pull his arms up, ripping his hair out of his skull. God, I just saw some mean ass looking women on the TV though. Who who were they? That is Sasha Banks. Uh, no, not not Sasha Banks. That's Shayna Baszler. Uh, Shayna Baszler was a former UFC fighter. Oh, yeah. Okay. She was in Ronda Rousey's click. Gotcha. She almost has a uh, like a like a I think it's like a fifteen and some record, like fifteen and ten or something. Yeah. I like this freaky shit though. Yeah, we got a we got a <laughs> fiend versus Randy Orton commercial going on here. This freaky. Girl. Um, this is Teddy's kind of thing. Uh, the freaky. <laughs> Josh, you want to just segue into that? I think we both got Bobby for the 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 the, the raw main event. Oh, we did. What, what do we think about this yeah. booking of Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt? So I watched this, like I watched Elimination Chamber when all this happened. I think what you do is you give Randy Orton a spooky character. Give him wow. a little spooks magooks. So you change wow. his, his character? Put him Yeah, completely change Randy Orton. Give him literally the man's like 40 years old. He's been the same. Give him some sort of character. Put him in so a this, mask. So this crazy guy shit. kills Randy Orton, okay? And he comes back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. In, in fairness, Randy Orton has killed this man before because okay. back in December, he set him on fire. Um, Alexa Bliss, yeah. Alexa Bliss, the Fiend sidekick, uh, I guess, brought him back to life. And now he is zombie fiend. Um, yeah, I kind of don't know what to expect from this match. There's no stipulation. There's no way this can be a regular singles match. 
someone's got to get on fire. Someone's got to die. <laughs> someone's got to die in this match, Josh. What's What's great about this, like what I genuinely love, is that this is like some – this is wrestling at its finest, honestly. Really? Because, like, that's what you're – there is a stipulation, right? Like, or if there is, could you imagine this whole – Big thing with all these theatrics, and it literally still ends one, two, three in the ring. Yeah, yeah. There, I believe there will be fire. There needs to be knives in this match. Uh, Randy Orton needs to pull a knife on the fiend. There's like this. There's this one like TikTok video where they talk about like uh, females listening to like true crime or whatever. I could just think about saying his legs were cut off, his feet were cut off, her ears were. That shit. <laughs> Randy Orton's ears were cut off. His fingers were cut off. His eyes were cut out. Yes. His tongue was cut out. His ears <laughs> were cut off. Something like that. And Josh, Dude, Randy Orton's got to punch somebody in the head. He's got to punt Alexa Bliss in the head. That's yes. what he has to do. <laughs> he's got to do that on Raw Monday. Dude, he's got to. He's got to do it on Raw. He has to. Like, he has to. No, we want him. We oh, want him to. Okay. We're booking the match. God, that's heel Randy Orton, baby. Punning women <laughs> in the face. RKO. RKOing Dude. women. He like RKO'd Stephanie McMahon while Triple H was handcuffed to the turnbuckle and then kissed her. <laughs> he he punted Edge's wife. Last year, he punted Shawn Michaels in the head. Yes. What if that was his? He punted thing? John Cena in the head. What if that was his thing? Josh, he, he just, punted Christian in the head, who was retired from a career-ending injury. It's just what he does. Dude, next thing, next thing you know, he's gonna punt Brand, uh, Daniel Bryan in the head. He Punt's, just punts for everybody. He just RKO's women. <laughs> That's just what he does, dude. He RKO'd Stacy Keebler. <laughs> I think they had, he kissed her, I think, and then RKO'd her. Yeah, he made out with her and then RKO'd her. Oh, wow. Right after. Yeah. That's just Randy, man. What, Dude, what, 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 what about Shane McMahon? He's 50 years old. I love Shane McMahon. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into Dude, Shane. I think it was so. I was going to bring Do Shane what? McMahon up in a second. I was oh, going to no. bring him up in a second because he's in a he's in a separate match. This, this Fiend stuff, man. The online wrestling community hates it. Why? I think it's great. Dude, the online wrestling community community is a bunch of fucking bitches. I don't know if I can cuss, but I am. Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> you can cuss. Yeah. Is, I, I hate it, dude. I hate it. I think, I like, it. when people watch wrestling, like, listen, this shit ain't Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. It's just not. But you yeah. go... Dude, you know what's crazy is when you go back and you go to WrestleMania 3 and you watch Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan is a heel during that match. He's doing heel things. He exposes the concrete onto the uh, uh, under the mat, and he's going to do something to Andre. That's a heel. And yeah. that's from Hulk Hogan. Yeah, the biggest baby face in the company's history. Uh, dude, that, it's just balderdash. <laughs> balderdash balderdash but josh yeah, I, I think i think it's uh 
my problem with this feud, I think it's just gone on way too long. I think Randy should have been in some other feud in between the Fiend coming back. Um, it, it got a little weird when Randy Orton was coughing up the black stuff every week. I could have went without yeah. it. I could have went without it. That sounds pretty cool, though. I'm fine with the theatrics of this match because it's going to be a fantastic match, I believe. Yeah, Bray Wyatt, man, he can he can he can wrestle. He can tell a story. He knows what he's doing. He can sell. He's he's good. So, uh, who do we got going over in this one? I, I, I it's got to be Bray Wyatt. It's got to be the Fiend. Yeah, so like I was saying earlier, I 100% think that it's going to be probably Bray Wyatt taking, uh, like, or Randy Orton turn into a Kane-esque character. I think Bray Wyatt will win, and uh, Alexa Bliss will become, like, their manager, their talking piece, and then it'll be Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt as some sort of, uh, like, spooky duo. Josh, if the listeners don't know, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt were in a tag team four years ago. Oh, wow. In the Wyatt That's family. true, yeah. They know how to do this but thing. This is long-term booking. You think it is? You think what they're doing I think now so. is long-term? I mean, you think about, like like you just said, you know, they were a tag team four years ago. Didn't they win the tag team championships? I don't know if they did, but uh, Randy would put Bray over. Bray hadn't yeah. won the title, but Bray was the A-lister in the group that Randy Orton was in. Yeah, so I don't know. That's what I think. I, I think that uh, it's going to be that sort of uh, building a Kane-esque character, something like that. I think that's what they need. I think it is long-term booking, you know? Oh, wow, look at that. That yeah. tag team DDT. <laughs> Take down a giant. We got eight women in the ring at once. That's a COVID violation. <laughs> oh, nine and ten. I love Randy Orton's tattoos, though, by the way. Randy Orton's got fantastic tattoos. Those skulls. If you listen to Randy Orton when he does interviews or anything like that, he's a cool guy. I think he's got a cool story. Yes, people used to hate Randy Orton yeah. in the company. Yeah, they had every him. right to it was wasn't it Randy Orton and Batista like tag team? They were in Evolution. Yeah, Evolution, baby. Dude, yeah. what I hate is like I told you guys earlier that I started watching wrestling in like 2004. I literally like my memory goes back to like right after Evolution ended. Like I yeah. missed it. Just you missed it a little. You bit. missed a good era. Yes, you did. Yeah, I missed it just a little bit. Because my dad was a like he uh, watched a lot through the Attitude Era, but. Like, I think my first thing into wrestling was The Rock maybe giving the get the F out promo against Stone Cold. When Stone Cold uh, took his ball and went home. Wow. I think I think that was like one of the first things I remember seeing. I was telling Steve. uh, I I was telling Steve all I can remember, like growing up five six years old is raw would come on at nine o'clock and that would be my bedtime and i would only have 15 minutes to watch it and i'd be sitting on the floor like damn i want to stay up mom please and then uh, i couldn't watch it yeah dude i was able to my 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 parents did me a solid every monday man that was like my big thing 
I'd go to school. Like that was the start of my week, dude. I'd stay up until nine. Yeah. And you think about it, like what I grew up with, like, like I said, late 2004, then getting into, uh, like when I really started comprehending like DX dude, like the DX. 2006 version of DX that was as, a, as like a year old kid or something. Yep. There's Logan Paul on the screen. It looks like he has yeah, a How's this guy about Floyd Mayweather? I don't know, dude. I don't know, but he knows how to market himself. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, I'm not mad about it. I'm not either. If you, if you put respect into the game, then that's all I care about. Don't be someone who's just a, a phony. I mean, it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah, the whole well, Ben Askren thing. Yeah, that's going to be something. Because Ben Askren stand up is pure dog shit, but you know, I want him to. I want him to win. Exactly. Yeah, th- that boxing fight will be pure dog shit. That is a uh, that is a prediction. My thing is, I Maybe. think. I think Ben Askren will hold up into the later rounds. Well, he knows how to fight. Yeah, and just then just win by decision. But his stand-up, God. Sorry, Smith. Maybe his stand-up was, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was listening to uh, Chael P. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I was listening to uh, Chael P, but he was saying uh, that probably Ben will do a lot of hugging in the first couple rounds, try to tear, uh, tire Jake Paul out. Dirty box. And then just uh, box in the – Dirty box. Yeah. yeah. You Romero. I think he'll, like, you know, clinch fight him a little bit. Dirty box. Rough him up. Rough that boy up. I know this is a wrestling podcast, but uh, I do want to know what you guys think about Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards. What's that about? I am a fan. I don't care why. Yeah, I love it. I don't care if Nate's not in the title hunt or not. That is fantastic. Five-round co-main event. That's great. Yeah. Five rounds? Yes. Five round co made. First, first Nate. Nate is that dude. Yeah. That's a tough ass fight. Nate's the dude. That's a tough ass fight. It is. It's not. Dude. Can Nate's uh, scar tissue keep up past two rounds? No. He'll be cut. I've been first betting round. on a lot of UFC events. Like, I've been betting on a lot of fights. Yeah. I would take a bet like that to. Uh, Two rounds for Nate, uh, Nate Diaz's yeah. scar tissue. Yeah, under two rounds, uh, he bleeds. Yeah. yeah. He would lose a first blood match in the WWE so damn fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What's the, be... what's the next match we're working with? Well, uh, since Teddy brought up Shane McMahon. Okay. Here comes the money. Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage match. That's been great. The feud has been fucking terrible. Yeah. The match itself, I think, is going to be great. I think the spots are going to be amazing because you got Shane McMahon. I wish they didn't do a steel cage so they could roam around the stadium and Shane jump off the pirate ship. Well, you know, you know what's (laughs) going to happen. He's going to like beat the shit out of that guy, climb up to the cage, and be like, you know what? I'm going to jump off it instead of winning the match. 
and then he's going to miss, <laughs> yeah. and then Braun Strowman's going to win. Yeah. All right, Teddy, you you're not a fan of the you're you're not a uh, you know a diehard wrestling fan, and you just booked the match. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it bad? Is that predicted? Predictable, right? Yeah. I mean, it, I yeah. can see it happening like that. It's it's a it's been a terrible feud. It's been terrible. Look at it like this. Please. You gotta look at it like with some sort of logic. Like, what would we get if Shane McMahon won this match? Like, what do we get? Shane McMahon is clearly not gonna be WWE champion, United States champion, anything like that. Like, you gotta. I feel like maybe they're just waiting to do something with Braun Strowman, but I kind of feel like they dropped the ball with drop Braun Strowman a little they bit. They did. They have. Um, he was white hot a few years ago. They gave him a title. Yeah. He did decent with his title run after last year's WrestleMania when he beat Goldberg. And he, he had a good title run without fans. He was another unfortunate, you know, title run without fans. And they have absolutely fucked this man mm. at WrestleMania's in the past. Um, Shane is fine, but the way they built the match kind of screwed it up for me a little bit. Um, I think the match is going to be great, but... You know, I don't know about Braun, man. I don't know. I have a question. But I need to go pee real quick. I'll be right back. All right. So, jo- so Josh, it's easy. Braun Strowman goes over. He beats Shane McMahon. Yeah. Just because there'd literally be nothing. You would get nothing if Shane McMahon would win. Right. No payoff there, except Shane McMahon, like, wins, and that's it. All right. I'll switch gears real fast before Logan Paul comes on my screen and, you know, we probably have to live commentary it. Talking about another thing with no payoff, Bad Bunny and Miz. (laughs) Bad Bunny, musician, Latin musician, Bad Bunny. I had never heard of him until he had gotten to uh, WWE. Hey, like the number one music musician in like the the world i believe yes he, he he's like super got, popular super popular i didn't know about him but you know i don't speak for everyone ever he seems to be the shit he seems to be the shit so dude the, uh i was gonna say i just think that like with the miz you know especially the miz he's such a like a natural heel. Yeah. You're right here. I think like, I feel like you misuse him a lot. Yes. I think he could be used for a lot more just because he is a super big heel. Dude, put him in every title, put him on some BS tag team. And I'm going to hate, I'm going to hate him. I'm going to want someone to beat him. You know, he just, he knows how to get you on the, uh, get you on that. Speaking of title. He held the title for two weeks, and you were talking earlier about transitional champions. You give the man two two whole weeks to hold the belt. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean, and, and you look at Mankind, Cactus, Jack. I mean, I think his title reigns, like a couple of them, were like a day, just a day, you know? Yeah, that's bad. Lost it the next night. Yeah. That's bad. Here it is. Here he comes. Logan Paul, everybody, on yeah. SmackDown. He's coming out. <laughs> for the for the listeners on a, who listen to this when it drops, Logan Paul is on Friday night SmackDown with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is promoting a documentary 
a fake documentary because oh, okay. it's scripted wrestling, Teddy. Okay. <laughs> it's wrestling, <laughs> Teddy. Oh. Ahead of his match against Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. I can't hear what they're saying, but I see them talking. This is kind of crazy, but Oh, my question was, uh, why is Triple H more of a uh, an authority businessman with the business rather than Vince? I mean, rather than with uh, Shane. Than Shane? Yeah. So you're like, why is Triple H more involved than Ta- Shane? Yeah, taking more of the lead than Vince's son. Cause Shane's got no chance. <laughs> okay. No chance in hell. Okay. Look at him. He wanted to pull that one out for the past twenty. Yeah, years. I think I think really what it is is that uh, just from like documentaries <laughs> and uh, interviews I've watched is I think that like Triple H and Vince McMahon just kind of formed a relationship that was professional even back when Triple H was in DX in the early days with Shawn Michaels. And I think they just kept forming that. Uh, Triple H said that said one time that Vince McMahon said, when are you going to cut that hair off and come get a real job? Oh. And, uh, yeah. So this is Triple H getting a real job, you know? Yeah. Also, though, Shane McMahon created, like, a media empire in China, if I'm correct. Like, yeah. he did some really big, uh, really big stuff outside of the WWE. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he was kind of so busy with kind other of things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you don't think there's no I like... I don't think the was open to him either, though. Okay. You don't think like, that don't there's think no like bad blood between no. the two? No, no, no. Vince and uh, Shane or Triple H and Shane? Triple H and Shane. No, I don't think so. Just because, like I said, Shane went on to be successful in something else. Yeah. I thought they missed an opportunity in recent years to do a, a Shane versus Triple H feud for the company. That's what I, you know, that's that, what I, I think that would have been fun. Yeah. Dude, you would think, right? You I, would think so. I thought that was a mania match waiting to happen in like a street fight. That would have been, yeah. I think that match still could happen, but we've wasted some years. Triple H is sledgehammer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could that still happen, though? Yeah, it could still happen. It's wrestling. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Shane's still, no, they you know. They can both be in wheelchairs, Justin. <laughs> I mean, Shane, you know, he's still relevant. And Triple H is, you know, still relevant. Yeah, like, can still do it. Yeah. Shane McMahon, they will still do it. Shane McMahon in a feud against Triple H makes way more sense than Shane McMahon in a feud against Braun Strowman. I don't even know who that is. That's who Shane wrestles yeah. next week in a steel cage. And Shane is going to jump off something really high and break his neck. <laughs> you know what? He's going to wear some flashy shoes. Speaking of Kevin Owens, Sammy Flame, we need to see Kevin Owens jump off that pirate ship. Yeah, we need somebody jumping off the pirate ship next week at WrestleMania. Did he say Kevin Owens jump off the pirate ship? Yeah. He's no longer my favorite on the podcast. <laughs> Why? So the plan last year for Rollins and Owens, Owens was Kevin Owens was supposed to jump off the pirate ship onto Seth Rollins. 
they need to do it this year. Wow. Wow. Jo- Josh, are you not he a does Kev- it, man? Are you not a Kevin Owens fan? I don't think so. Josh, you look like Kevin Owens, brother. <laughs> yeah. Josh, you're Kevin yeah. Owens. <laughs> Josh, you're Kevin Owens. He's got some hair. Uh, but you're it. Kevin Owens. I hate it. Why do you not like Kevin Owens? I have a problem. I just think that uh, you got a problem. I got a problem. <laughs> we can solve it in FF. You don't you mean uh, EPW? <laughs> oh, oh, you bring you supply the trampoline. I'll bring the ass whipping. Hey, I'm getting choke slammed later by Steve. Choke slam? Yeah, yeah, he wants me to choke slam him. I don't know why, but I'll oblige. It'd be good for the podcast. I'll oblige, dude. That's the best thing you can do. Yep, just take a bump. Of uh, take a quick slam, take a bump, uh, not cocaine. As you know, I like getting slammed from our uh, you know short films. Teddy taking all the oh bumps. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you slamming me twice. How many times did I throw you over that table in Summer Slasher before we finally got it? Too many times. God, that was rough. What cut? What kept getting in the way of it being you know uh, the perfect scene? Well, you and know, you having to keep doing it. The uh. The cameraman not getting it right, uh, us not getting it right. So a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. I mean, and then you go from that to hitting you with the uh, the hammer or whatever. The rubber hammer, yeah, which was yeah. very painful. Which I'm pretty sure I got concussed. <laughs> I think what sucks about that is we've already done it like three times up to that point. And I knew that I was like holding back. I wasn't hitting you, and it didn't look good. So that last time, I was like, let's send it, I guess. Let's just do it. And thank God it went out. Speaking of Kevin Owens, Josh, speaking of Kevin Owens, he just come out and uh, Stone Cold stunnered uh, Sami Zayn. He (laughs) has got to stun Logan Paul. Please. Do something to Logan Paul. Please. We're watching this live, people. Let's see it. Logan Hunter, Paul if got- he stuns Logan Paul, if he stuns Logan Paul, I take everything back. I do like Kevin Owens' t-shirts, that's for damn sure. Yeah, those are dope. No, he's going back. Say something, Logan Paul. Don't just stand there. Nope. He's not stunning uh, Logan Paul. Nope. Nothing. He should have took he should have taken a bump. Disappointing. There you go. That's if that was Stone Cold, there'd have been stunners all around the. Oh, Stone Cold would have stunned him first, and the beer. <laughs> Stone Cold would have stunned him first. <laughs> Logan Paul, WWE Champion, twenty twenty three. Oh my god! It now. Hear me out. He faces Bad Bunny in the main event. I'd hate that. I'd hate it. I wouldn't watch anymore. I just. <laughs> Crawl into a hole and die. Back to uh, back to Bad Bunny and Miz. Who who we got going over in that? In Bad Bunny versus the Miz, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. They're gonna do the Miz dirty once again. Yeah, of course, of course, they got to. 
it's bad. It's getting bad for the Miz. Uh, he deserves better. And that is coming from a guy who yeah, – good Yeah. Coming from a guy who had the title literally four weeks ago. They need to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this broad. <laughs> good day, Carmella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little silhouette. I am a fan of this entrance. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she is gorgeous. Don. Don Josh, if you want to talk about the women, there is a big women's match at WrestleMania. Um, it's being hyped up as probably the biggest women's wrestling match in recent memory. Um, really? Yeah, because of the two competitors. Sasha Banks, fantastic wrestler. Not just a female wrestler. She is a fantastic wrestler. wrestler. Yes. Bianca Belair is the hot thing right now. The feud has been terrible. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is the case. Josh, they did that shit where they put the two people in the main event at WrestleMania in a tag team, and they do it over and over. They've done it for years. And they did that this time instead of one person turning solely heel on the other, and it finally happened with Sasha Banks. I think Sasha Banks should win the match. She's not going to, though. Yeah, I think they're going to give it to Bianca Belair. Do you I think, think that they only should? makes sense? Do you think they should? I'm a big Banks fan. Yeah. I love Sasha Banks. <laughs> I'm a big Sasha Banks fan too. I really like what she does. You can tell that she's a fan of wrestling just from by the way she wrestles, I believe. Yes. I think that you give it to Bianca Belair though because Kind of like what I was talking about earlier is that you got to give you got to give the champion a reason to want the title, right? Yes. You hold the championship for so long, you're such a great champion, and then someone comes and takes it from you at the grandest stage of them all. How dare they do that? <laughs> so you, and then gonna, this you got to sit there, and you got to choke the life out of whatever or whoever you get. Josh, so you can get that title. Vince said that today on WrestleMania X7. He said, You gotta shoot the life out of your competition, you gotta take the life from it. <laughs> but he's he's one grabbed my competition by the throat. <laughs> you bitch. can't you tell, podcast listeners, we are getting drunk. <laughs> Uh, Vince McMahon impressions are out. <laughs> An hour into SmackDown. You're fired! God, that's You're fired! <laughs> God damn. I, I could listen to these all night. So, so, Josh, let me give a little overview of the WrestleMania card we just predicted. Oh. I got Daniel Bryan in the triple threat. You have Edge. 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 I've got, I've got Bobby against Drew. You have Bobby. Yeah. I, I'm i going to say Banks against Bel Air. You've got Bel Air. 
we both have we we're, we're we both have Braun Strowman winning, The Fiend winning, and Bad Bunny winning. Those are the main matches that I focused on. Those seem to be the ones getting talked about the most. There are more matches, but I felt like we should talk about old wrestling instead of those other matches. What do you say? I'm down. I'm down too. <laughs> I've also <laughs> Josh, there was a delay, but it made it look like you were thinking about it and you said <laughs> I and you and you were like, I'm here to stay, I'm down, I am with it. Josh, what are some favorite WrestleMania moments? <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh, what is your favorite WrestleMania moments? Let's get let's get some conversation going. Oh man, my favorite WrestleMania moments—that's hard. There's been thirty-six of them. <laughs> Thinking, just some of the best. I actually not too long ago went through and watched uh, all every uh, Undertaker win from WrestleMania. Wow. Uh, you spent some time. God. Yeah. How many wins does he have? Honestly, 20, no. 25. Jesus. He has 25 wins. 25 and 2, right? Yeah. The Boneyard. Great. Uh, it's like 20. Yeah, 25 and 3. 25, 2. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, watched all of his wins. Oh. Sammy got his heat back. You just got your ass beat, Josh. <laughs> Kevin Owens. Say that indeed. to my face. Kevin Owens indeed just got his ass beat by Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn did a a uh, a tactical heel thing by getting his heat back. That means the baby face did not get over on him. Oh, that is wrestling terminology. <laughs> he got his heat back. What was your favorite match of the Undertaker that you watched? Oh, my favorite one, man. I gotta be honest. Probably like the first Shawn Michaels one. Oh my god, that motherfucking match <laughs> was so good. Yeah, or the uh, the Hell in the Cell Triple H. Man, you're going back to some of his later ones. What was the one I watched with? Yeah, no, because the original ones aren't that good. Like I'm not gonna lie, they're his earlier ones, not that good. You gonna do that to the Undertaker, Josh? <laughs> you gonna do that to? The I mean, I'm, I'm, I I have to do it, but it's just the truth. Some of them were like five, six minutes. They just weren't that good. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Is Giant Gonzalez giving chloroform to the Undertaker? Is that is that good? Is that <laughs> no? That's that is his not good. first one. But but Josh, um, it seems that your your favorites are against you know Shawn Michaels and Triple uh, and Triple H. They're later. I just in- think that this is just on a whole other level. And it was also toward the, the Ric Flair Undertaker one was really good. That was a good match, and they didn't expect it to be. That a good was match. a really good one. Which which one was? I stayed over at uh, your house back in high school. We watched WrestleMania. It was Undertaker and CM Punk. Was it CM Punk or was it CM Punk? Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was Triple H. No, it was CM Punk. That that match was good. That was like that was his last win before he lost to Brock Lesnar. It was right. Was CM Punk, but uh, that match was good. I thought the build up for it was really good too. 
It was where he hit where he took the urn. And Paul Bear listed at this, Josh. You'll love this heel shit that CM Punk did. <laughs> the Undertaker was tributing Paul Bear because Paul Bearer had died and CM Punk interrupted it. Oh God. Yeah. Pissed the Undertaker off. And Vince was probably like, This is gold. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Didn't didn't CM Punk pour like Paul Bear's ashes? Paul Bear's ashes body. in quotation. Oh my god, I remember that. On yeah. his body. He bathed himself in ashes. I remember that. Heal. Can we get him back, please, God? CM Punk. He's a heel. <laughs> Act like it. Yeah, that was a fantastic. Go out there. I want you to go out there and pour his ashes all over his body. <laughs> and that's what he did. <laughs> oh, CM Punk. He was being a punk. I just want to see like clips of Vince in his office telling him what to pitching do. Pitching ideas? Yeah. You're saying like pitching ideas. That um, would be so entertaining to watch. I don't know, Phil. What if you just go out there and pour his ashes all over your body or whatever? You know, I think that'd be good. Yeah, interrupt the Undertaker's tribute to uh, one of his closest friends. <laughs> and Paul Bear got inducted into the Hall of Fame that year, too, I think. Yeah, by the Undertaker, yeah. Mm. What a Dude, what do you think of the Undertaker doing these, uh, doing like Joe Rogan's podcast and everything? What about it? I thought it was great. I loved oh, it. I was like sitting in my pants, man. I was so excited. I've been never waiting for this day. You never heard from him over the I years. Keep, he gives just such a like, it's funny when he calls the modern product soft. Yeah. Because yeah. he's so old school. They're just, he literally had a move called old yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is old school. Why would you let anyone do that to you? No. Grab you by the arm and walk across the top rope dude just push him off the side yeah or pull him back into the ring i mean you got two options there you go though but it's the undertaker who does it josh uh the undertaker old school move is like throwing a punch at john cena after he shoulder blocks you twice and (laughs) (laughs) all you have to do is throw a kick and you won't get five knuckle shuffled (laughs) wrestling logic just kick him in the head. Just kick Roll him in the head. The ring. Throw a calf kick. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do a schoolboy pin. Wrap him up. Schoolboy yeah. pin him. One, two, three. When he's trying to five knuckle shuffle you. Rest, wrestling logic 101. But you just got to love it. You, you got to love it. It's so, it's so cringy. You got to love it. Yeah. <laughs> We were watching some Stone Cold matches, Josh. We we watched Stone Cold and The Rock. What was your favorite Stone Cold WrestleMania match? Mine's mine is The Rock and him his last match at WrestleMania 19. That's my favorite. That's your favorite Stone Cold the last I, match at 19? I don't think they had enough time, but what time they had, they they made a damn good product out of it. But what's great about that, though, is that they didn't have to tell a story because the story's already been told. Exactly. The story of The Rock and Stone Cold, 
I mean, you just gotta, just gotta let it go. You just gotta tell him. Because if I remember correctly, wasn't Stone Cold like chasing? He's like, I gotta beat your rock or something like that. Maybe that was the second one, but was, uh, yes, it was actually opposite. The Rock wanted Stone Cold because he said it ate him yeah, alive he, that he never beat Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Did the Rock beat? Yeah. Did the Rock beat him the third time? Yes, because it was Stone Cold's last match. Yeah, and you never win your yeah. last match in wrestling. You always let the guy who's still in the company the win. Ric Flair's moment. That's got to be the saddest thing I've ever That's seen. That's a WrestleMania moment, Teddy. Yeah. Saddest thing I've ever seen. Dude, that's how much wrestling means right. to not only, like, those guys, but to, like, us. Like, watching that, like, you just see that, like, wow, man, wrestling just can put you on a whole other plane of existence, man. I love it so much. And to see, like, that Shawn Michaels hit him with the – I love you, then kick him in the head. One, two, it's, three. It's like you see Ric Flair crying, and it's like a flashback of like his whole entire career. And then you have Shawn Michaels saying, I'm sorry. That's like oh, us, you know, seeing it. Sorry, Rick. It's like a representation of Yeah, it's like a representation of us and him getting ready to just. You know, in three seconds, it's over. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Lay your ass down for that three-second tan. Yeah. Yep. That's a John Cena lyric. <laughs> it happened two, <laughs> It happened two years later to Shawn Michaels when he lost to Undertaker. Oh, The yeah. Undertaker, it was streak versus career. And the Undertaker won against Shawn Michaels. I think I do remember that. Yeah, and, and Shawn Michaels was eaten alive, Justin. He was absolutely eaten alive at the fact that he didn't beat The Undertaker. Yes. So much so that he broke into the elimination chamber and cost The Undertaker the World Heavyweight Championship. And he told Triple H, he told his tag team partner, if he couldn't beat The Undertaker, he has no career. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it, that it, except for that one night Saudi Arabia. We forget about nights in Saudi Arabia in this house. We forget about nights in Saudi Arabia <laughs> in this house. We forget every pay per view that's ever happened in Saudi Arabia because they also had Goldberg beating the Fiend in Saudi Arabia. We just forget those those uh, exist. Yeah, bald bald John Michael should not it's exist. A good idea. <laughs> no. Yeah, he should. You know what's funny is when I was watching it last night from 2007, that man was going bald then. He was thinning heavily. So he he just took it home. He just took it home. Dude, I mean, that's what I had to do. You can't can't keep something that's not there. Yeah, you, <laughs> you got to take it home. Respect to uh, the bald guys out there. Yeah. That's right, man. I had to make this decision very young. I wasn't even – I wasn't. I wasn't old enough to drink whenever I had to start going bald. So it's like, <laughs> shout out to Stone Cold for <laughs> making it cool. <laughs> yes. Make it exactly. Exactly. <laughs> going back to Shawn Michaels, Josh, he had the nickname Mr. WrestleMania. Oh, but he yeah. didn't always win at WrestleMania. Why is that? True. 
Why he was, was he called that? He was the best match on the card at every WrestleMania. He he had the best. You know how some guys step in the you know how some guys step in the octagon and even though they lose, they just show like Kevin Gaslam versus uh, Israel Adesanya. You had a new respect for Kevin Gaslam, Kelvin Gaslam after he stepped out of that octagon. Yeah. That's how it was for Shawn Michaels. Okay. Even though he lost, you knew that he owned WrestleMania. He put on a better performance. He may have got caught with that one, two, three, but ain't no one. So you know, basically, if he if he loses the match, he didn't really lose. Exactly. Sometimes you lose, but you win at the same time, right? Yeah. He's yeah. He's just so over. He's kind of like a guy like like AJ is kind of like that now. AJ Styles can lose, and you'll forget about it in ten seconds because he's AJ fucking Styles. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. That's yeah. that's Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. AJ. That's AJ yeah. Styles right now. He could he lost the Boneyard match, but everybody was like, "Damn, the Boneyard match was great." <laughs> yeah, that was great. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. AJ Styles came out, and that's how literally every person who fought the Undertaker. I mean, Edge versus the Undertaker was really good. Batista versus the Undertaker was really good. Was Both great. those guys lost, but they came out better on the other side. Wouldn't you think, though, that, say, Undertaker's last match would be somebody more... Young? No, but more... I don't know, like an edge or like a, you know, more nostalgic character? No. What happened was Kurt Angle... I'm pretty sure I'm getting the story right. Kurt Angle told Undertaker, because Undertaker wanted another match, but his in-ring performance was lacking because he was getting older, and Kurt Angle said, AJ will make you look great. Oh, okay. AJ Styles is just such a good wrestler, he'll make it He'll make it work, and that's why he chose AJ Styles. Yeah. That's what yeah. happened. Okay. AJ Styles and Kurt Angle, you know, they have a past in uh, TNA slash Impact. Yeah. Because I didn't know him. You didn't know AJ Styles? No. Dude, I didn't really know a lot. I didn't. I watched a little bit, like I watched a little bit of TNA with the main event mafia. That's really what I remember from TNA. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I remember Aces and Eight, uh, the 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 factions. Yeah. The, fa- the Mo uh, Motor City Bully Machine Guns. Uh, yeah, Bully Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Beer, the, beer money. Beer money. Liberated. Yeah. These these tag James teams. Storm. James Storm and Robert Rude. Yeah, Bobby Rude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but that's just the way AJ Styles is. He, 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 he's, he's actually got a match. I probably should have brought this match up, Josh. Omos, Omos is making his debut with AJ Styles this week at WrestleMania. Dude, that man's so big. He's so fucking big. <laughs> he's seven foot five. Dude, oh my god, mean? Teddy, he's seven five. Well, let me look him up. What's his name? Oh, dude, that's Andre the Giant height. It's O-M-O-S, and he's with AJ Styles. He's been his, like, kind of bodyguard for the last six months. And uh, I'll be right back, gentlemen. Go ahead. Okay. And, oh, my God. Look how fucking tall he is. Jesus Christ. It's, um, that's him compared to AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> that's like me and Cole standing in line at McAdoo's last oh week. Oh, my God. God, um, he is wrestling. They're wrestling the new day, which is Kofi Kingston, Jesus, and Christ. Xavier Woods. You want to hear a uh, 
fact that uh, Andre Giant was only 6'8". I know. He was just big for the time. They build helmets over seven foot. They oh, really? About it. Well, they also say Ray Mysterio is like 5'6", and he's probably like 5'4". 6'8", you're pretty much seven foot. <laughs> you're close enough. Yeah. Oh, here's a photo with him in the big show. Jesus Christ. He makes the big show the small show. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's how big his ass is. Oh, God. He's bigger than the great Collie. That is insane. I have never seen him before. Well, he wrestles at WrestleMania. That's him and Shane. Yep. He's just giant. God bless. Who's Shane's that? like 6'4". Shane's like 6'4". Is he really? Yes. Shane's a tall guy. Or taller, not a tall wrestler, but a tall guy. Yeah, you know, tall wrestlers are, you know, wrestlers are all like six four, six five. Yeah, that's why Shane's not like short. Who's this guy? Uh, fighting? Um, go back up, go back up, scroll back. Uh, hold on. He's wrestling them, the New Day, the oh, pop- okay. popular tag team. Oh, okay. They really Wait, so that's a uh, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, and they're the tag team champs, and they wrestle for the tag. Titles. He's with AJ Styles. Oh, okay. So he's with AJ Styles. You know why he's with AJ Styles? So they can develop him as a wrestler. Develop the big guy. Yeah, he's not a re- he's not a natural wrestler. He's just a tall guy that got into wrestling. He used to be a basketball player. Yeah, I see that photo right there. Damn. And they put him with AJ Styles for a reason, so he'll learn wrestling. Interesting. Yes, he is absolutely. And I got to be honest. AJ honest- Styles got him over. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, just them being connected, plus the little uh, instances that they used with Omas. He, uh, man, crazy. Good. Up here as well. Yeah. That guy's gigantic. Yeah, that guy is. I, I can't wait to see him wrestle Braun Strowman or somebody like that. One on one, just to see what he's got. Dude, tickets are still on sale for WrestleMania. Let's get on down there. I am vaccinated. <laughs> I am vaccinated and ready to party. Um, I'm not vaccinated, but I did have COVID, so you're halfway there. You got the bodies. Yeah. You got you got the antibodies. I'm waiting till the uh, old Joey B makes it so uh, I can just walk up into CVS or Walgreens. Exactly. Get my shot and go on my way. Yeah, 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 yeah. How how bad was your COVID experience here? Pretty rough. Yeah, it's is actually pretty rough. I was sick for probably like a month, maybe. A month? Yeah, I was uh like really sick for like two weeks and then my after effects, like I was very fatigued. Yes, yeah. Like everyone in my family got it too. Like it spread throughout my family like wildfire. Yeah. And my uh, girlfriend as well. Yeah, I, I was sick for about nine days. And wow, I, I was fatigued for a few days after, so probably like 12. It was really bad on me for about 12 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's rough. I can see why yeah, it, yeah. it takes out grannies. Yeah, I can see. My it. grandmother actually was hospitalized. She was hospitalized for a month. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's tough. She'll, she'll, yeah, she's she's uh, but she's a champ though. She's a champ. COVID, uh, COVID couldn't go over on her. That's true. She uh, hooked up, had a baby face comeback. 
Like yeah, like Hogan did. He she pointed at the COVID and uh, hit it with a leg drop and started posing. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she got hit, she just sat there and go, "Oh brother, oh brother." <laughs> God, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan and his brother. He's got so many brothers. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, where he says brother all the time. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, brother. God. His mother was a whore. Now let me tell you something, brother. When 10,000 Hulkamaniacs come rolling down on you, you won't know what to do. He actually is hosting WrestleMania next week, so we'll get a little dose of Hulk Hogan. Okay. Really? Yes. Holy so shit. I'm not a fan of them giving Apollo Crews an accent. Oh, my God, Josh. I hate it. All right. For the listeners, we're watching SmackDown, and Apollo Crews, very talented wrestlers, wrestling Big E Langston for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. He has a nice gimmick of being a descendant from Nigerian kings. And the first time they show him on television, he doesn't have an accent. The next week, he does. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> We're not stupid. One of those things when you're, all, when you're almost there telling a good story, like when you're this close to telling a good story yes. and you just ruin it. Oh, You just man. ruin it. That's awful. He was gr- he would speak in accent when he would when he would describe his his family lineage, and then he'd go back to talking like Apollo does. Mm. And then they threw it on him full time. Dang. The next week, Vince is probably like, "Shit, <laughs> we're screwed up." <laughs> <laughs> Look at this little backdoor meeting on SmackDown. We got Paul Heyman talking to. Paul Heyman is Roman Reigns' manager. Oh, okay. They're setting up something. I wish I had bought him. <laughs> there Paul is a Heyman, the the mastermind behind ECW. Yes, he was the president of ECW. Oh, uh, wrote the wrote storylines. Also, he sold out ECW to become a commentator. The WWE during like the whole insurrection angle and all of that. Josh, Paul Heyman's a great commentator. Great. Great at everything, honestly. Yeah. Paul Heyman's just great at yeah. wrestling. He just knows wrestling. He just knows yeah, wrestling. wrestling. He's the greatest. At he just, yeah. Edge is back. Edge is back. Um, there's about to be a street fight with Edge. Uh, no, Edge is just out here. Because Daniel Bryan is facing Jay, Jay Uso, which is Roman Reigns' sidekick, his his cousin. Oh, okay. Uh, so that should be fun. Who's this guy with the neck tat? That is Corey Graves. He used to be a wrestler. Now he's a commentator. He got hurt. Um, he's actually a huge Tool fan. Yes. Oh. His uh, his what was his uh, ring name? Maynard, and it was another one with like a football player. Maynard something Sterling. Yes, and that was his name. He was named. He named his ring character after the Tool singer. Oh, that's how into Tool he is. Okay. So yeah, we're about to get a little SmackDown street fight. So why is WrestleMania on a ship? Is that the Buccaneers? Because it's at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium, and they have a big ship. Oh, okay. In the end zone, and that's why we've mentioned on this podcast several times that we want someone to jump off of the ship. Yeah. Preferably Shane McMahon, but they're limited because they're in a cage match. So, the only way to win a cage match is to leave a cage match. What if he's like vertically, like 
Teddy above. The, Does that even matter? Teddy, the ship's over here. <laughs> the goddamn ring's here. <laughs> Teddy, you got to jump pretty far. That that's why Shane's eliminated. It's got to be it's got to be Kevin Owens. Why the hell is he in a cage match? I don't know. <laughs> Me and my buddy Quentin had the same talk earlier. Yeah, it may because Bra- one of Braun's moves is running outside the cage and running over people, running outside the ring. Yeah. So you take doing both that of like doing like a half clothesline, half chest bump. Yes, running over like everyone. That. that- Yes. Yeah. I don't know why you'd put him in a cage because he's not going to climb over. No, he's going to try and pin Shane, and, and Shane's got more Listen. ways to win. Yeah. And he Here's chose the stipulation. Josh, Braun chose the stipulation. Here's what's probably going to happen. He's probably going to do like what uh, uh, like you were talking about Bobby Lashley earlier, except he'll probably just like throw Shane through the cage. And Shane will win. Or something. Shane will win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but Braun will be over because he threw him through the damn gate. Yeah. That will probably happen. I'm pretty sure that happened to Roman Reigns once. He wrestled Brock Lesnar, and he speared Brock Lesnar through the cage, and Brock Lesnar's feet touched first, and Brock Lesnar won. <laughs> and Roman Reigns, once again, could not beat Brock Lesnar because he Brock Lesnar has his number. And is, is Brock Lesnar ever gonna come back? Yeah, he'll come back. I hope he's not on contract. He's not under contract with WWE right now, but probably because of the pandemic and he lives in Canada, so it's hard to travel. Oh, he lives in Canada. Yeah, he lives on a farm in Canada. Yeah. Oh, okay. When he fought Mark, when he fought when he fought Mark Hunt, he uh, had the Canadian flag in his corner. Oh, okay. Yeah, he lives like a few miles into Canada because he grew up in Minnesota. And he has a farm with his kids and his uh, smoking hot wife, (laughs) Sable. Sable. What a name. We used to see Sable half naked on WWE programming often. Yeah. Dude, uh, Marvelous Mark Marrow used to tell us or told a story where when he found out that Sable was cheating on him with Brock Lesnar, he's like, I'm going to go beat this guy's ass, blah, blah, blah. Then he found out it was Brock Lesnar, and he's like, yeah, there's – Nothing I can do about it, whatever. You just get cool with it really quick. You can have it. <laughs> you can have Sable. Whatever, man. There's not, not much I can do about this. Josh, before we start watching this here street fight, you you talk about how you don't watch it often, but you still keep up with it. How do you keep up with it? So, like I said, um, I usually just uh, do – like Reddit, like I'm on Reddit and uh, I do um, like squared circle. That's usually how I keep up with it. They have rundowns of usually every show like New Japan, Wow, uh, AEW, Ring of Honor, all that stuff. Uh, so I can usually consume a lot of it. But also uh, like TikTok. TikTok. I'll see a clip yeah, TikTok. Uh, I follow some uh, wrestling uh, TikToks where they show like old school stuff. It's really nice. You can see Uh-oh. Stone Cold usually stun a bunch of people throughout the day. That's always great. Rock bottoms, <laughs> yeah. old school. That's yeah, always old great. school wrestling you stuff. Consider TikTok now. <laughs> That's TikTok kind of growing on me. <laughs> I got to be honest, like, 
the uh, TikToks that I follow that are wrestling TikToks, like they just existed within like a couple months ago. So like they've just started building up and uh, like TikTok for me really sucked until I got on it and I started monitoring it to like what I liked. Yeah. So now I just see like a bunch of funny animal videos or fight stuff or uh, wrestling stuff. So, so that's how you follow it. You, uh, you said you listened to uh, Eric Bischoff's pod. Oh, Eric Bischoff's, uh, uh, Jim Ross's. Uh, I'm a real big fan of Bruce Pritchard's podcast. Actually, on Spotify, I watched 76 hours of Bruce Pritchard's uh, podcast. Well, oh Josh, doesn't um, Conrad Thompson run all these podcasts? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's a he's a wrestling. Uh, podcast host he he has like a podcast network with a bunch of different wrestling legends like bruce but it was, and jim ross and eric bischoff i need to find a good wrestling podcast do what i need to find a good wrestling podcast i want to listen to stone colds but you have to get uh peacock peacock that's not really bro oh, yeah. bruce Pritchard's podcast is gonna be your favorite justin because he was one of like the head writers for the attitude era so he goes into a, a lot of detail i really like him because he goes over the stuff from like the or like the 80s and everything when he first got in he goes over like houston wrestling which he was a part of and a lot of old school stuff but he also goes over like kevin nash in the wwe i mean dx all of that it's it's awesome oh, okay bruce pritchard also still works for the I'm company the American dream just roads baby yeah, Bruce Pritchard still writes for WWE. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just came back not too long ago. Yeah, that's on Spotify. All these are. Yeah. All these are. Um, I listen to Wrestling Inc. Uh, they, uh, they, I don't listen to a lot of storytelling wrestling. I, I listen to their recaps um, of the shows that I miss because I'm in bed at these times. These shows come on, I, and they go match by match, segment by segment, and talk about it. Yeah. And former wrestler Matt Morgan's on there. He he he's got good perspective on you know what's going on. Cool. I have to check that out. I really like. Uh, and they're not long. They're like forty minutes. Or I really want to start listening to Busted Open. D- yes. Um, what's that? Busted Open is with Mark Henry. Oh, okay. And, and Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah. Really. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I catch clips from him, but I I need to start like uh, I want to start actually listening to him. Yeah, it's on Sirius. Um, one of my uh, favorite wrestling journalists, uh, Justin Labar, is on on there every Friday, so I catch some of those clips. But yeah, busted open. Very good wrestling media source, yeah. as Jay Uso if misses. Talking, <laughs> if we're talking wrestling, like. It's a crime to not ask you what you think about Dave Meltzer. Um, Cole might have more on that. Cole, do you pay attention to Meltzer? Not really. Uh, I just know what he does. You know what he said. I don't. I don't subscribe to the Observer. The Observer Wrestling Observer newsletter. It's subscription based, so I, I kind of get turned away by it. I don't really care for. Brian Alvarez too much. I don't like either of those guys. You don't like them. You don't I like think, either one of them. 
I think, but like, I think D- Dave Meltzer is incredibly biased toward uh, AEW. Yo, here comes Roman Reigns. What's up? Head of the table, getting his chair out. <laughs> Gonna watch the action while Paul Heyman stands in his ear. <laughs> Here we go. Do you not like uh, Meltzer's ratings of matches? I used to. I used to love them, but now that I just feel like they're incredibly uh, biased. I feel like I've watched WWE matches that are deserving of that five star or whatever, and like they just don't get it literally because I feel like they're just a WWE product. But uh, he ra- he. I also just that. think that they. Yeah talks about he's like an insider you know like that's kind of what he is yeah he is and he does have some good information i just don't i'm just not like, subscribed i'm not subscribed so i don't i miss those shows and uh, and stuff but i probably wouldn't watch them or listen to them anyway listen to fence Russo's. exactly i wouldn't subscribe to the newsletter no and uh cole just mentioned what this is don't huh Get you a sip of water. Don't subscribe don't. to the wrestler. The newsletter. newsletter. Just don't do it. No, don't do it. That's the newsletter. The, don't do it. That is the uh, unhelpful advice of the week. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what, yeah. what advice can we give this week? What advice could we give this week? Um, watch uh, AEW and WWE um, objectively and don't have a bias when watching one because it creates shitty wrestling fans. True. <laughs> and listen to wrestling. Wrestling is the umbrella, and anything that falls underneath it is the actual wrestling. Not not all wrestling is the same. No, and you got to know that going in. Like I told Teddy, if he starts watching AEW, um, you, you can't – just don't compare it to WWE. Because I, I, I compare yeah, it to WWE. I do it, but that but where you haven't watched it in so long, you you probably shouldn't. Yeah. It's one of those things where it just it exists in its own realm. It's not something crazy. No, and, and Cole just brought up Vince Russo's name. Apparently he's got Oh a, God. He's got a podcast. Vince Russo follows me on Twitter. I ought to shoot him a DM and say, Hey. Dude, you should. You want to get on the pot? Because <laughs> he wrote some of the craziest shit in the attitude era. Oh yeah? Yes. Dude, that's a you should do that. That's a big baller move. You should totally reach out. If he follows you, you know he'll get the DM. He will. He will get the fucking DM. <laughs> Hell, John he, Cena follows. Go big or go. Yeah, but John Cena's too busy, brother. <laughs> John <laughs> Cena's too bro. He's too busy, brother. He's Suicide Squad. Yeah, exactly. He's Peacemaker. He's got Wipeout. Yes, he's got Wipeout now on TBS. Yeah. Dude, what are, what are the odds since Chris Jericho is doing this podcast with Stone Cold? What are the odds John Cena shows up on AEW? John Cena was already on like Inside NBA con- talking about Shaq's debut and everything. Zero percent chance, Josh. He's such a WWE guy. He, fe- he, he wouldn't even mention AEW on that. He was very complimentary of Shaq in his match against Cody Rhodes on AEW. He wouldn't even mention I'm telling you, he is a company man. He is WWE. Hey, isn't that the build? 
<laughs> isn't that the story they're tr- he's trying to tell us? Is that the story he's trying to tell us? Isn't isn't that what happened? I'm it, turning into Sami Zayn right now, trying to build up these conspiracies. Yes, zero uh, percent chance that happens. Um, wh- what do you think? <laughs> out of the current roster, who's s- all right? Say they have Chris Jericho on. WWE programming. What WWE star do you think could show up on AEW that's not John Cena? I think you got to give him someone big. You have you'd have to Roman Reigns. I think it's it's got to be Roman Reigns. And he and he just remember when he came out after WrestleMania 33, they're booing the shit out of him, and he said, "This is my yard now." When he they beat the Undertaker, it. when they the night I after he beat it. the Undertaker, they boo. He he was out there for 15 minutes. He didn't say a word because the crowd was booing him so loud. Mm. And he says, when he gets a chance, he goes, "This is my yard now." Because the Undertaker used to call the ring his yard, right. and he beat the Undertaker. And he said, "This is my yard now." Hell, and that's all he said in 15 minutes. Mm. Him doing the that most thing, memorable part of the Undertaker Roman Reigns match at WrestleMania is that like spear where he hits the ropes twice and oh. then spears the undertaker Spears the shit. Out That's of pretty sweet. I hope he does that, uh, to Daniel Bryan and breaks got him in a chain. We got a chain out. Um, there's not enough weapons for this street fight here. I need tables. I need ladders and I need chairs. I need a baseball. Listen, if you spend more than 30 seconds in the ring in a street fight, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the name Street Fight. You gotta go through this. This is literally just like an old barred match or something. Yeah, this should be in the streets of Tampa, and um, yeah, they should be breaking COVID protocols to yes. bust into bars and Josh. They should break protocols to tell a story. <laughs> That's what this is about. <laughs> For some reason- for some reason, a memory that just popped in my head is, do you remember when John Cena threw Edge in, like, the – What river was it? The Long Island Sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And apparently God. that – apparently Edge was sick for a whole couple of weeks after that because that water's so nasty and polluted. Wow. Yeah. So Edge regrets that. Big regret from, Big regret from Edge on that one. I also remember CM Punk hitting Chavo Carrero with the uh, go to sleep. Yep. Putting him in another body of water. That's not something we get enough of. I want to see more wrestlers being thrown into bodies of water. <laughs> We've seen uh, title belts being thrown in bodies of water. That's true. You know yep. what's crazy? The Brahma Bull smoking champ, like this, the, the Brahma Bull championship, like was never actually a title on TV. I'd actually forgotten that was a thing. I, I, now that you jog my memory, it was actually a thing. Yeah. It exists, but it doesn't. Hmm. So where did it exist? Did he ever wear it at a house show or anything? I just think, may, I, I'm not 100% sure. I think maybe they just built the design for it. Oh, this is scary. Every time Daniel Bryan does something like this, I just uh, yeah. I quiver. Yeah. Fucked up neck. Oh, just, really? Just think, Josh. Our our main Yeah, that was rough. Our main event at WrestleMania 
a guy who had a career-ending neck injury edge, another guy with a career neck injury, Brian, and Roman Reigns, who had leukemia two years ago. Mm. They're in the main yeah. event. They're back. That's some good shit. Edge's eyes. Look at how mean Edge looks. He's a heel. He's the biggest eyes I've ever seen. He's a heel. He's heel, damn it. You're heel. <laughs> oh, Cornette? Yeah. What a, what a wild man he is. I used to love Jim Cornette, but sometimes I'm just like. He's a little too much. Bro. It's, yeah. He's just a little too much. It's like I was saying, like, wrestling doesn't have to be just one thing. It's a whole bunch of things. Right. Daniel Bryan about to Here lay in some Bryan. yes kicks. <laughs> yes. Yes. And all the people in the Thunderdome are virtually yesing right now. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of him. It's just cringe to me. Well, it's just a new Daniel style. Bryan. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's great in the ring, though. Smith isn't a big fan either. Yeah. He's good. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> I'm really and, happy for uh is that it's that that's Jay Uso, right? Yes. Jimmy is still injured. When did he injure? I'm I'm really happy for him kind of getting that like singles run because they did kind of book him strong, you know, in some ways. He wasn't like obviously he was Ooh. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, this is setting up for Jey Uso to go over on Roman Reigns one day. It really is. He's beating the shit out of that tattooed guy. That's he it. tapped out. And Roman's mad. Roman's just going to keep getting disappointed at him, and Jay's going to be like, "Like, what else do I have to do for you? Yes. And it's going to set up another feud between the two, and it's going to be great. Oh! Oh, he's attacking Edge! <laughs> he's going after Edge! They're all going pre-start beating each other, I think. Here we go. If Dan, if Roman Reigns was smart, he would stay up there. Yeah. Let, a, let your opponents beat each other's ass. Oh, they got a week two people. <laughs> it's wrestling logic. This is how you got to do it. You, you got to make week. everyone. Did you um, see where he hit his head on the ring post and the ring post is glitching because it's, it's yeah. selling the fact that he hit the post? Oh, okay. Look at Details. Isn't that funny? <laughs> the ring has to sell. <laughs> yes. Uh oh, he's going. He's going after Roman. Jay's going to get him. Where's Jay Uso? The computer chair. Oh shit! Roman Reigns just running need. Or Daniel Bryan running the uh, Roman Reigns, and now he is putting him in the yes lock. Roman Reigns is massive. Yeah. He's grabbing him by the nose! Similar to a crippler crossface here. Uh, yeah. The yes lock. He just has his arm in a worse spot. Bite his hand. Grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> Pull his ears off. Pull his nose off. That's gonna come up there. Where's Edge? Dude, it's like I said. Roman Reigns was on Ariel Hawani's podcast saying I didn't tap. I was just sending Morse code to Paul Heyman. Get the jet ready. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is he going back after Edge? No. Get up, Edge. Come on, Edge. We need a spear. Right now, spearing. Nah, Edge is out. This is Daniel. 
This is Daniel Bryan's week to go on top. Last week, Edge ended the show on top. Next Next week will be Roman. Until WrestleMania. Yes. Yes. Triple threat, baby. we got to get everybody involved. (laughs) And that's the show. Grab that chain. (laughs) That's the show. I want to get chokeslammed. That's the first first show I've watched in a while. Yeah. What do you think of it? Was it all right? It was all right. It was better than I thought it was. I think, if anything, I would have probably tuned in a little later. Yeah. I think uh, the last hour is better. The 9 o'clock hour. Yeah. Yeah. You would have caught Logan Paul. That would have been the first thing you would have seen. Exactly. You'd I would have caught intrigued. Logan Paul. You would have been intrigued. i got to be honest. I don't, even, I don't even remember what the first half was. Uh, a couple of tag matches and – Female uh, match. Rollins and Cesaro in the ring talking shit. Unimportant. Unimportant, even though that's going to be a great match. Unimportant. Unimportant. Yeah, you're right. It'll be an important match when it happens, but like, this build up. Yeah. There's a reason I didn't bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) So we're excited for WrestleMania. It's next week. We did a preview show and a live watch along for a damn reason. <laughs> so everybody tune in to WrestleMania, regardless if you watch the product or if you used to. Just give it a shot. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's on Peacock. It's five dollars. Not bad. How much is the pay-per-view for WrestleMania? It's five dollars. Oh, really? Uh, so you just Teddy! Look- Yes. I mean, you can still get it for pay-per-view, but $69. No. Oh, God. $5. Yeah, get Peacock. Wow. Jesus Christ. It's been like sometimes I watch pay-per-views and I feel like I'm not even getting my life back. So, definitely don't want to spend. You can get it for $5. So, it's not like uh, ESPN Plus, then you got to order the pay-per-view. No, no, no. It's not the UFC model at all. Yeah. Okay. No. The UFC is literally robbing so, you sometimes of their cards. For sure. Robbing Those you. rat bastards. Those rat bastards, even though they got some great cards lined up. I know, man. I'm I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, next next month, Jorge and uh, Usman, too. The next month after that, Nate, Leon, Oliveira, Chandler. Chandler. And then the next month, Connor Poirier. God. Yep. Oh, we're getting we're getting nasty. We'll have to come back here and do a UFC pod. Oh, for sure. Oh hell, we'll, we can do we can do that. We can make it happen. A little UFC preview. Yeah. I think I we should get choke slammed. I should. Do, I can't talk right now. You want to get choke slammed? Yeah. You want to pause the podcast? No, just keep it running. We'll, we'll keep clip it, it out. running. We'll clip it. We'll clip it out. Hold on. All right. I want to see this. Where are you, where are you getting this? I've decided I'm not going to do it on the floor. Okay. I was going to choke slam him on the floor with some couch cushions. I'm going to choke slam him on the couch itself. Okay. <laughs> I think me and Cole should double more. choke slam him. Well, why not the bed then? Because I built Even the bed and I don't want it to break. <laughs> if it breaks, it'd be great. No, the couch <laughs> could break. Yeah, we're getting rid of it sometime this well, year. Anyway. Hopefully my head doesn't hit the uh, the uh, armrest. No, 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 no. I'll get you in the middle. I'll take care of it. <laughs> All right. I'll take care of you. Let me, uh, Here, I'll do it. It's a lot of work. All right. 
I won't go for it. For... This choke slam. All right, Teddy, do you know how to sell a choke slam? I think so. You got to go up when I when I bring you up. And then you, you got to – I'm not going to get him this high. <laughs> we got to get this recorded somehow. Oh, my God. Well, get Cole over. Get him with the angle. Let me see. They have this. Get them over here. You're going to go right there. They're not going to see where you land. <laughs> They're not going to see where you land? It's cold choke slam? No, I am. Oh, okay. I am. All right, Cole. You just hold that. Just... Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to grab him by the neck and sell it a little bit. <laughs> can you see, uh, Josh? Oh, he can see perfect. Oh, yeah. I got a good view. All right. All right, listeners. Here we go. Teddy, you're going to go right there. Okay. All right. Hand over the shoulder. Yep, and yep. you're going to jump when I go up. And right. you're going to land on your back. All right. All right, three, two, one. <laughs> uh, do I need it to be to a table? Yeah. <laughs> for the next, for WrestleMania 38 preview next year, we'll be more prepared. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe for WrestleMania 38, we'll do our, uh, that's when we'll do ETW. We yes. will we will have a death match. <laughs> and uh I will let you do whatever spot you want to do. Dude, I know I you wanted I, I know you wanted a barbed wire bat on fire. <laughs> you wanted to be lit on fire, actually. I think we can make it happen. All right, listeners. Our guest Josh Farrell wants to be lit on fire. He is adamant about getting lit on fire yes bang bang <laughs> the question is listeners who should go over <laughs> y'all do a poll <laughs> <laughs> do a poll jesus <laughs> draw time limit draw that makes it that makes it look good on both of us we don't get any stink on us yeah we both come out on time we just, and we just never do the uh the rematch. The rematch because we'll be, uh, you know, crippled. Yeah. <laughs> we will be crippled. I will be dead. I will literally be the fiend. I'll have to come you, back. Yeah. I will literally set you on fire like I'm Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> and then while your body is burning, I will hit the pose like he did. He hit the pose while he lit his opponent on fire. <laughs> He's a heel. He's a heel. You bitch. Yes. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, get the Vince McMahon impressions out before we head on. <laughs> before we head on with this, what's a what's another Vince quote I can do before we? Dude, no one knows what he says. Um, he hasn't been on camera in so long. What's a line? I got, a, I got you. I got a good one. You gotta have ruthless aggression. <laughs> you gotta grab the brass ring. That's another one. Hold on, I got I got some. <laughs> All right, here we go. I don't give a damn what the fans think, because quite frankly, I know what the fans want better than they do. Oh, my God. I have balls the size of grapefruits, and come this Sunday, you'll be spitting out the seeds. I tell you what, if people make it this far, <laughs> I can't wait for them to hear this. You need to surround yourself with quality human beings that are intelligent and have a vision. Oh, that's it, Teddy. That's one more, one you more. Rise above it. This country gives you opportunity if you want to take it. 
So don't blame your environment. I look down on people who use their environment as a crutch. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, no, no. That one. That one. Okay. It was me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. <laughs> that one was great. That's iconic. <laughs> oh, one more. Oh, let me find one. There you go. Oh my god. This is exactly Ooh. what it was advertised to be. This show. Uh, hang on. Do that one. Which one? This one? The one right below the one you just read. <laughs> the chances of you winning are the same as the chances of hell freezing over. <laughs> Jesus. If I were someone named Mr. Ass, I'd be worried about doing time. <laughs> Of <laughs> Mr. Ass Billy Gunn reference on the oh. WrestleMania preview. Oh, God. I'm your genetic jackhammer. <laughs> you guys were both on the same website. Because <laughs> I, was, I was telling him to read that one. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> All right. We're pretty drunk. It's probably a good time to end this before yeah. we say something really stupid. Yeah. Um, if you listen to this episode, and if you made it this far, please <laughs> please leave a review on Apple Podcast. It'll help us get through the wrestling podcast algorithm, because uh, that's how I'm going to treat this episode. This is a wrestling show. Yeah. This is going to... Re I am going to try and find a way to get this in the algorithm that all those podcasts we mentioned are on. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I want Conrad Thompson to hear this and say, hey, man, we got to make another show with these guys. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, it's Conrad. Yeah, it is. All right, Josh Farrell. Thanks for being on for two, hours, two hours watching a SmackDown. Yeah. A decent SmackDown episode for a Friday night. Yeah. But uh, thanks again, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and finally... <laughs> We're out. <laughs>